Welcome to Find Your Light, the podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nikita. We created this podcast to share light, love, and healing along our individual and shared journey. And this episode is Find Your Love Languages. In this episode, we'll explore the book, The Five Love Languages, and its concept, interpret our communication on each language, and why they're important. As always, we start with each episode with an intention. The intention for this episode and to guide our conversation is to decode your love. The Da Vinci Code. Um, sometimes that's what love languages can feel like. So I thought that this was a really um, cool topic to discuss. I know that we did Find Your Love a couple of weeks ago. and We explored um, the eight um, different types of love. And um, when we were having those conversations, one of the light bulb moments for me was like, these show up in our love language mm-hmm. like lo- like that is an understanding but like the love language is the action or the things that really um manifest into our world and so i i really love the love languages it's something i talk about i read the book years and years ago and um i bought it for lots of people and lots of couples um and it's just just a great 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 topic i think um when we think about this time right now um just the state of our country and obviously still COVID and having to be in maybe close proximity or quarters with your, maybe your partner or whomever, your roommate or whoever you right. may live with um, more than um, normal. I think these, these come to play. Like you, you might not have noticed the things that you're, you know, if your partner's spending time by themselves, like things that really serve them or help them and vice versa. And so I think this is awesome to talk about because this is a way to kind of, maybe um create peace in that space or make sure that we're <laughs> make sure that we're attending to those things in this time um even though we feel like we're at a point of relief for the country um yeah some of that permeates into our home watching all this news and stuff like that as well yeah certainly so um again there's a book it is called um the five Lang- love languages uh, the the secret to love that lasts and so it's um new york times bestseller um by gary chapman um, and he discusses the five love languages, uh, which are um, number one is words of affirmation. Physical touch is the second one. Number three is quality time. Acts of service is the fourth. And the last is receiving gifts. You know, I, I love a good gift. So um, the great thing about this book is that there is um, every time you buy, there is a code that you can actually take the quiz um, and learn more about it, but you can also just go online and take the quiz um, a little bit. So it's fun to do if you are single, um, but also even as a um, in a relationship, it, it helps to um, just helps you understand a little bit more about your partner. So um, why are love languages important? I think that it is being able to communicate love languages is it's really helpful as we understand ourselves and then how we relate to other people. Mm-hmm. And so I can think back to um, as I started to learn a little bit more about my love languages um, at the first time I read the book. And even now, like I totally began to see like my evolution because my love languages have shifted a little bit um, in the course of say like the last 10 years. Um, but I also, you know, when I helped to, even in relationships or friendships, when I know what other people's love languages are, it helps me tailor like the time that we spend together or just the things that they value. Be intentional. Yeah, I think um, I think sometimes we often might think of it as like, well, if 
you know, sometimes we think someone should be psychic and know mm-hmm. stuff. Like yeah. I know, you know, like you should know that I like this or you should, you know, we never communicate it. Um, so I think that's definitely something I notice as well. Another point is that we really love um, the way that we want to be loved right. or we sometimes give the way that we want to receive. And I think um, knowing someone's love languages may help you understand um, and like bring a, even like an aha moment, like, oh, wow, like I was doing this. And then, for example, I could be giving gifts and then wonder why the person is like, thanks, but they don't think much of it. And I'm like, oh, when I receive gifts, I'm elated. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's because it's you and not them. And so they may they may need just quality time or words of affirmation um, or, you know, and there's a combination. They can need a couple. But yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's also like in a way of like, why do they keep doing this? Like they, they're not showing that they love me. It's like, no, like if their top love language is receiving gifts. So then they're actually showing you a lot of love yeah. by giving you gifts. And if you somehow aren't speaking that language or it yeah. doesn't translate to you, um, one, they can feel like, like, damn, like I'm doing my best here. And then you could also be really frustrated because you don't feel like they're doing anything because that's not the language that you speak. Yeah. Or you weren't aware that that was a language that they needed. So, yeah, I think it's important to know uh, how we, what makes us tick, what makes us feel good, what makes mm-hmm. us, because it's natural to us. If we never, if we don't use the quiz or whatever, we're kind of like, you know, we usually, sometimes we feed ourselves what we need, right? But mm-hmm. when we need it from other people, we may not know how to communicate what we need. And this is one of the tools to help us do so. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I think, and I mentioned, um, I just said, I think for me, when I first took this, it was very much from like the context of a relationship. But now I realize that like, this is, this translates into all of my interactions. Mm-hmm. So like my friendships and like with my siblings or whatever, like, those love languages still like show up and manifest in that way. So really interesting. So I know that um, you just took the quiz for the first time. I just took the quiz again um, for the sake of this conversation. Um, What was your top, what would, what ranked the top in your, your love languages? So quality time, which um, entails like uninterrupted time um, spent, like spent with someone, whether that be a friend or your partner, Mm -hmm. family member, um, it just means um, one-on-one time, uh, yeah. um, just you and them, whether it's talking, I don't know, it could be laying there staring at the wall. And so that one ranked um, on the top for me, which I'm not surprised uh, just because my favorite time is the TV can be watching me and my partner mm-hmm. and I love, I just love being cuddled up and having that time or just like even with friends, those one-on-one conversations, yeah. those really kind of refuel me and they they really pour into me um so those are some of the ways that i see quality time like playing out in my life and i know that it's important so quality time is yeah um quality time is is certainly um my top and i think about it and it it does show up everywhere in my Mm -hmm. life like it shows up in all of my friendships um it shows up in my like the relationships that i've been in um I don't care what we're doing as long as we're doing it together. Mm-hmm. And so um, a lot of those special moments, like the most memorable moments, aren't necessarily like the things that are most extravagant or the most expensive experience, but the fact that we are just together. Yeah. Um, and so I really, really value that. 
Yeah, and I think about it, that's what I often try to give. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I don't get that, I feel depleted a little bit too. So I, that make, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I think of like like a love tank, like the things that fill your love tank. Like, like I feel most love when X, Y, Z. And so I, um, you know, all my family, most of my family um, is back in the Midwest, in Ohio. And so I haven't seen them since last Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of feeling down and feeling like just not myself at all. And so I started to think like, okay, when's the last time I felt rejuvenated? What are the things that I would need to, to feel more like myself again? Yeah. And it was like, I need some quality time with my family. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to take some time off from work and and go and just, just like, again, like knowing that this is really intentional for me. Um, my goal was just to see my family. Like, I know that I'm going to be home again soon and I'll see all my friends. But it was like, I want to spend some time with my sisters that are home. I want to mm-hmm. spend some time with my grandmother and my grandparents and my uncles. And how can I do that in a way that... Um, I feel that we have some quality time. So now I can walk away just feeling like my tank has been re- mm-hmm. replenished or like, you know, like pouring from an empty cup. I needed my cup to be re- re- refueled. And so that was um, the quality time is, is what I got a lot of in, in about a week ago. And so loving all of that. That's awesome. Yeah. I did the same thing in August. And my my stepmom was like, well, I know you're going to be really busy when you get here. And I was like, no. Right. Because they're so used to me like, Oh, you know, after mm-hmm. I spent some time, I got somewhere to go tonight. I was like, first of all, it's COVID. Secondly, I haven't seen, like, I hadn't seen my grandparents in almost six years. So that wow. was a long time mm-hmm. um, just because of missed other places that we were supposed to meet up. But I was like, no, my, my only agenda is fam, like yeah. these people yeah. that, yeah. And it was, it was awesome to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my second that I rank is so quality time and, and acts of service are usually like one or two percent different. Mm-hmm. Um, so that hasn't changed was acts of service. Mm. And um, when I think of like that, like that is a hundred percent who I am most of the time. Like if if I love you, like I'm gonna try to do something for you. Mm-hmm. Or, um, and I and I think I learned it like I got it from my grandmother. Like that yeah. is the language that she speaks. Yeah. And so I remember um, growing up, you know, there was a you know, someone at the church, anyone who passed away, like the first thing she would do was like create, make cook a whole meal like yeah, as yeah. an act of service to show love. And mm-hmm. so I remember like I found my time, found myself in spaces and I'm like, well, I don't know anything else to do, but mm-hmm. let me cook for you because that is that is love. And so one of the things that that, that happened um, when I was going home, like my grandmother, my family, they, they have family meals, um, family dinner every week. And my grandmother always cooks. And so I told her, like, when I come, I want to cook for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I, she, you know, heard the hesitation on the phone. Not that I can't cook. Like I, you know, I've learned everything from her, but like, that's how she shows love. So in her mind, it's like, Nikita's coming home. Let me cook for him. But I'm like, I'm coming home. Let me cook for you. And so we have this battle of who's going to get to express the love in whatever way. And so it was kind of like this give and take. And, And I remember I was gonna head to my sister's house and she's like, well, you want some dinner first? Da, da, da. And I'm like, no, I don't want you to cook for me. Like, yeah. I don't want you to do anything. I just want you to relax. But yeah. in her mind, she's like, "Like, I love you, so let me cook for you. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Let me sit down and just let her do her yeah. dinner. Um, and that's how it shows up for me too. I tend to do a lot of the same thing. If I yeah. love you, like, what do you need? Let me cook for you. Let me do this. And That's crazy because I, acts of service was like the very last on mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. But I give it all the time. I'm always giving. And I think that I, I was, when we were kind of speaking before, my biggest thing is I just don't 
know how to receive it as yeah. well for yeah. some. I think there's a blockage there. It's not that I don't appreciate it when it happens. It's just even when I go when to answer the questions on the quiz, it's like, no, I don't need someone to help me. But it's 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 <laughs> like a mental or blockage that's something yeah. I need to work through. But yeah, it is also something I see my mom do for her partners, or that's always what I've seen done. And I do it all the time. I'm very thoughtful. I'm I'm always helping out. I'll go to someone's house for the first time and be mm-hmm. taking out the garbage. Clean, and yeah. they like I've been doing it since a kid. So yeah, yeah. I'm very much like I can't go somewhere and sit down. Like oh, you're in the you're in the kitchen cleaning up here. Let me help you. Yeah. Like you know whatever. That's what I tend to find myself doing. My second one is um, physical touch, mm-hmm. and I. I didn't even realize it, but it kind of goes hand to hand with me when I'm thinking of quality time, at least with my partner, because I'm cuddled up or or giving a massage or rubbing feet or whatever have you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love a back scratch. Like you can, my back don't have to itch. I love a back scratch in the back rub. Like that just makes my whole day. Like it just does. It like literally it's to the point where if something is said to me, and I have a look of like befuddlement or like I'm about to say something that might not be like I'm about to react in a way, a way my partner will rub my back to, to get me yeah. to a point. So I'm that I receive whatever yeah. or that I'm not emotionally mm-hmm. reacting. So I know. So, yeah, um, definitely physical, physical touch. Interesting. So physical touch was number three for me. Um, but that's the one that's always kind of been most surprising. Mm. So when I first took this quiz, um, physical touch was always number five. So Mm. it was always the lowest, but I think in a way, um, especially in that time, and even now, like to me, quality time and physical touch are synonymous. Mm -hmm. So if I'm like with a partner and we're watching TV, like some parts of our bodies are connecting, like even like sleeping in the bed, like like I'm wrapping my foot around yours or like we're touching in some way. And so um, I always place more value on quality time and not physical touch yeah. but i always like you know equated the two to be almost synonymous um but now like i've you know been in spaces or when you think about it um to me a lot of the, a lot of time they still are like i'm like me and my sister are watching the movie and we're kind of like, yeah. like you know right so shoulder to shoulder um or and so it's just something that i equate um with love now like I feel loved I remember I had a partner like we'd be out in a public space or whatever and we'd be doing our own thing but we'd come by and like hey like you know we're up on the show hey you good you like I felt loved then yeah and so I think back to the times that I like when do I feel most loved those are the little moments that matter and that's one of the things I had to learn too I was surprised I'm surprised that physical touch is because I'm squirmish at touch sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on the person. But I think about it, I'm also a hugger. Like, oh, yeah. And so when I haven't seen, even if it's not like a friend, if it's someone like that, I just love their energy and love yeah. who they are. Like mm-hmm. when we're out and I haven't seen them in a long time, I want to go give them, I give them a big hub. And I feel like that absorption of energy and recharged and mm-hmm. just feels good to exchange that. So yeah, I definitely see that as well. Hugs have always been a thing for me. Like even... Like back in like like Greek days in undergrad, it was mm-hmm. like like deltas or the zetas or they like hug real strong yeah. and what, like that was always to me like like the tighter the hug, the the stronger the love. Yeah. And so that's something that I have like taken with me at every step of life. So I give really big hugs, and most people even in the network, but like, oh my god, like here come Nikita, my my back about to break because yeah. you're hugging me so strong. And that's just like just a natural thing for yeah. me now. Like I tend to give really strong tight hugs because I feel like like that should be a way that you know I love you. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, I sometimes have to realize everybody don't like to hug. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Um, what's next? Uh, my two that tied were words of affirmation and receiving gifts. So speaking, <laughs> speak, speak to yours. I mean, no, I'm laughing because mine, the last two that were a tie for me were words of affirmation and receiving gifts. Oh, okay. um, and not in a way that like, I don't appreciate words of affirmation and I certainly like appreciate receiving gifts, but I think that those things, when I feel loved, like those are definitely ways that I feel loved, but the others are just so more, so much more prominent in my life. Mm. Um, but I... Like I love a gift. So, you know, and it's little things. It doesn't have to be the biggest, most extravagant thing, but it's like the little thoughtful things. And like, oh, like we're watching TV and you mentioned that like, oh, like you want one of those or that's so cute. Or like it happens a lot with my grandmother. Like I think that she's, and I don't know if it's a grandmother thing or what, but like if I could be at her house and she could have something in the kitchen, I'm like, oh, this is so nice. I get home and then I get a package in a couple of days and it's the same. So it's like those little thoughtful (laughs) things that are like, like, again, make me feel really loved. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't have to be something big, but it's like, hmm, you really love me. Like you put, you took time or effort into like the gift or what that looks like. Yeah. Even when we think about, um, I'm very much that person. And I sometimes teach other people. I've taught my partner to be that way with me by like just the act of it. And then and realizing like, oh, like it could be my favorite candy bar. Mm. It, it could be the most minuscule thing. Um, yeah. All of that stuff, favorite wine, whatever happened, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's now even to the point of social media. You could see something on social media that sh- that you share that you know somebody's favorite artist or they just did this or whatever. And you share that something that makes someone laugh that you know is their kind of comedic relief and you I share. Like yeah. yeah. So, and then with, for me, with um, words of affirmation, it's crazy. Obviously, we, with uh, finding <laughs> right, find your light, we write affirmations. But I spoke to when I was an undergrad, I used to send like these positive messages out initially, and then you said you did it, and it's like it's also one of those things that like I love and have kept cards, mm. and so yeah. I don't know how it. I mean, like, I I would have thought it was top for me because I literally have cards since high school, like when I went to college, like so many cards from friends and I, every so often I'll go and like, I have them in this like little pillow bag thing and I will open them up, read them and I will be yeah. crying at them and they, <laughs> they make me feel good about myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really, really interesting because I come from a, a really strong card giving family. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, my grandmother keeps all her cards. I have every card that I've ever received, just about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, birthday cards and, and graduation cards or this or that or whatever. And so I tend to have lots of those. Um, but I think words of affirmation in the past, I can't speak to now, but, like, in the past, that's been that's been one that I've struggled with mm-hmm. and, like, giving compliments and things mm-hmm. to others. Um, and, and so... And not that it, it wasn't something I valued or not that like I didn't really what really wasn't into this particular person or whomever. Um, but now it's something that I um try to make it a goal. Like if I know that's the one, that's my blind spot. Yeah. Um, because I didn't grow up in I grew up in a really affirming um household, but like it was very much like a you know, I'm gonna tell you how proud I am of you for getting all A's because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So it was like like lots of these things were really expected. So, you know. I didn't necessarily seek that growing up because it was kind of like, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. 
Yeah. And so um, now that is one that I am having, just again, being a little more intentional, especially when I, even with friends, mm-hmm. and I understand, like, I try to be, I want to be everybody's biggest fan. Like, I want you to know that, like, Nikita is in your corner. So I am going to hype you up as much as I can. And that yeah. is what um, I find myself spending a lot of time doing with my friends. Um, but I don't necessarily do it for myself, which is why I started writing affirmations yeah. for myself in the first place. It's so funny because I, for me, it's I can be that cheerleader or champion for someone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's unc- like I hadn't got to the point where I was comfortable enough to yeah. receive it. Like mm-hmm. someone, like give me a card and slide it to me and tell me something. Yeah. And people are like, well, why don't you receive this? And I'm like, no, you, that's what you like. Especially, so I'll give an example. Say you played a sport all your life and you're mm-hmm. used to applause and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like that might become part of your psyche of how you receive words of affirmation and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and for me, I, I've never <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I, I was saying in choir, I was on dance team and stuff like that, but I got people were clapping, but never like I'm not being cheered on by mm-hmm. just solely me. And yeah. so it was, it's a little difficult sometimes to receive it. I've I've gotten better at it, but to receive it, but all day I can I can create a whole song for somebody mm-hmm. or a poem or a chant or a cheer or whatever. I can you up. Yeah. I personally, Instagram comments, yeah. all of those things. Yeah. But similarly I've never liked to be the center of attention. And I think sometimes it feels like when somebody's gassing you up a lot, it's like, okay, all right, that's too much. Like, yeah. like you're drawing too much attention to me. Please yeah. stop. So that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I guess what now, like now that we we have gone through these love languages, again, there's a quiz that helps you understand um, maybe how they rank. Um, like, what do we do with this information? I think when we have people in our life that we value, whether that be family, friends, our partners, um, that we kind of translate our love language. That we, so um, you kind of spoke to it um, in a way of like actual languages right mm-hmm. like if i if my first language is english and you speak brazilian portuguese um and we need a yeah <laughs> we need a translator and so in the same way like we like i spoke to earlier we sometimes think people know how to deliver us something or give something to us that we want or we expect or we need and i think um we need to break it down and translate what kind of what we need um, and vice versa. We need to be interpreted. Uh, we need to be open to, to learn to interpret someone else's love mm-hmm. languages and how that shows up. Cause you can have the same love language, a similar, or like we could have the same love language, but it could still look different. Yeah. Cause somebody may have always gotten grandiose gifts mm-hmm. and that's an expectation of them <laughs> and not to knock them, but that's it. Whereas in you are like small, thoughtful yeah, gifts. And for some some people is just different. And so I think the best way to do that is, well, one, the quiz to understand, have the other person maybe understand. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun to do with whomever, like I said. Um, but then also um, share that and then talk about them, break it down, give examples. Yeah. Um, as I said, like one of the things I noticed is like when I did something constantly in my relationship um, or even with friends, Somebody then they can then notice sometimes yeah. and then they might they might also then kind of like mimic it or mirror it. But that's not the case. You can't expect that. It mm-hmm. just when it happens, that's good. But yeah. you can't expect it. I think it's one thing like 
I've always been a person that was like, well, I'm going to just lead by example. Maybe maybe it'll just rub off. Maybe these actions should just be contagious for other people. Yeah. And so, and, and that's not typically how people work. Like, mm-hmm. people tend to see you doing something, like, yeah, that's great for you. They yeah. don't necessarily be like, oh, if you're doing that, maybe I should be doing mm-hmm. it too. And so I think that it is a lot of, like, positive reinforcement. And so it's like, you know what I really like? So quality time, like you said. Like, some people could, could see quality time as, I just like sitting on the couch, watching TV with you, just being with you. Others could be like, I want quality time doing something. Yeah. So let's go quality time. Let's go on a hike or let's like yeah. some, you know, special moment or whatnot. I think that the way you communicate these things, because you don't necessarily want to sit down and say, hey, I'm a quality time person and this is what I need yeah. or whatever. A lot of times it could just be, you know, last night when we had dinner together and then we watched the movie and we put our phones away. I really, really value. Yeah. Like that made me feel really connected. Mm-hmm. And so, but then also I think we have to be open to hearing what other people say. Yeah. And not, and bec- I will say what happens with some of this communication is when someone tells you what they need or what really shows how, it sh- how mm-hmm. you showed up for them, that doesn't mean they're dismissing everything else. If you did an active exactly. service because you like an active service, that doesn't mean that that wasn't, they didn't appreciate that that just doesn't resonate with them on the level that the quality time does. So you need to understand that and not to also be defensive about it or to take it as if they don't appreciate that as well. So I think that's something important to do as well when you're having those conversations. Cause sometimes they can say, you can say something like, Oh, that was really meaningful to me. And they're like, they're like, well, yeah, but I did that, but I also did laundry for mm-hmm. you. And I did this for you. Exactly. And I also wrote you a nice little Cause letter. I'm, I'm guilty yeah. of that to be frankly honest. Like, okay. Well, one, so two points. So one, I think it's important to know, like say I'm a quality time person. I value the time that we spend together, but I also value quality time by myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes people are like, oh, well, you a quality time person. You want to be together attached at the hip hop time. No, 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 no. I really like value like the time that I spend with myself mm-hmm. and whatnot. But even to that other thing, um, to your point, I think it's important to speak to all of your love languages. Yeah. Like, so if you think about this as a pie, so yes, like 30%, I might have ranked 32 or whatever it was in quality time. If I'm just getting 32%, like I'm still, my love tank is not going to be full. Yeah, yeah. Like I still need the words of affirmation. I still need acts of service. I still need physical touch, but understanding that, and even like that, most of my time may be be dedicated towards quality time, but I still need a lot of these other things too. And so I think that as One, I seek to understand what this means for myself, but also how does this show up in my interactions with others? So if the time we spend together is the most important thing, we also still need to do some words of affirmation in there or maybe even a little like thoughtful gift every now and then as Mm -hmm. well. Because if I'm just focused on one, I'm still going to feel neglected or maybe not feel as loved um, or that tank to be as full as I need it to be. Yeah, don't leave no leftovers. Yeah. Eat the whole pie. Well, this is find your love languages. Yes. All right. So um, we're going to end with our affirmation. I'll say it. We'll say it together. Um, I look inward to better understand my needs to communicate them with others. I look inward to better understand my needs to communicate them with others. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Find Your Light, the podcast. Our podcast is available everywhere. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss another episode. And connect with us on social media. Um, We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're finding your light with us, be a light and share this podcast with someone you love.